Well, good evening. How's everybody doing tonight? And hopefully you've uh, been having a blessed week and uh, enjoying yourself. Hopefully you enjoyed our service last week as well, uh, our parking lot service out there. Uh, as you can see tonight, we kind of got things changed around a little bit. We got the parking lot behind us instead of in front of us. And, uh, you know, we're just doing things a little different. Uh, and, uh, you know, Sunday is going to be Easter. Uh, we were really hoping to be able to have a parking lot service. And that way we could have communion and we can have a, a good time here. But, um, yeah, the weather decided it wanted to be a little different. But, hey, we're still watching and praying and hoping, right? We can have, you know, hope. And uh, we're, we're going to pray that this is normal Louisiana weather. In uh, five minutes it will change. It just hasn't changed so far. So as of right now, we are going to be live Sunday uh, from right here. We're going to have our service um, parking lot. You know, it's going to be soaking wet and storming behind us. But if something was to change, I'll make sure I let you know so that we can uh, make sure that if we can have a parking lot service, we're going to have one. Amen. Uh, I, I know you guys want one. I want one as well. Everybody else in here wants one uh, so we can be back outside again because it was a lot of fun for us as well. So uh, got to play really loud and uh, we didn't care. So but anyways, uh, back at the ranch uh, and only half the people understood that, but that's OK. Uh, we're we're going to have worship tonight, and we're going to have something a little different for you when, when we get into it. So uh, let's let's pray tonight, and we're going we're gonna to do some worship. Amen. Father, we thank you as we come to you now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I, I'm just so thankful for all that you've done for us, and Lord, all that you've done through the years. Lord, as we go through this holy week, Father, we, we just come to remember again what you went through. All that you, that you did for us during this week. And Lord, we just want to say thank you again for, for being our Lord and for dying for us and just allowing yourself to go through that. But Lord, we pray also that this time we have together tonight, Lord, I know we're scattered around the world. We are still your body. We're your body of believers. And Lord, we, we need you more than ever right now. So Lord, tonight we pray you would accept our worship, Lord. It be sweet to you, Lord, just sweet smelling aroma to you. And we just pray that you would just bless us, Father, and continue to protect us. And thank you for being in this place with us in Jesus' name. And if you agree with me tonight, I want you to say amen. Uh, you know, Sunday you were able to honk your horn, but tonight you can't. So, But uh, we're, we're going to do a few songs, and then we, we've got a special treat for you afterwards. So are you ready? Let's do some worship tonight.
Give him praise in your house tonight. Come on. Because in all I do, I honor you, Jesus. In all we do, we honor you.
You are worthy, Lord of all. 
Give him praise in your house tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise. Hallelujah. Jesus. You know, I want to throw one more song in there, guys. I've been singing this too much lately, how he loves. I've just been singing it and singing it and singing it, and I know we didn't even practice it, but that's okay. I'm just trying to find it real quick. the right key, but that's okay. I'm going to swap it real quick. It's C C A G F the entire song. Do you know the words for it? Jesus loves you. My favorite verse, watch this. We are his portion and he is our prize. Drawn to redemption by the grace in his eyes. If grace is an ocean, we're all sinking. Heaven meets earth like an unforeseen and my heart turns violently inside of my chest I don't have time to maintain these regrets when I think about yes he
This week, Lord, we just want to remember the love that was poured out upon us. God, all the things that you went through in these final days, it was because of love. And let us never forget it in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, guys. Say amen with that. Give some praise in your house tonight. Hey, listen, so we're going to kick the announcements on for just a minute. We're going to change some things up real fast. So give us about three or four minutes here, and we'll be back with you. So don't go anywhere. All right, guys. Hey, so as you can tell, we're uh, sitting in some chairs. We wanted to do something a little different tonight. And yeah. uh, these are the only ones I could sucker. I mean, uh, talking to helping me. And uh, just wanted to do something a little different tonight if we could, you know. Um, you know, this is, this is the first time that any of us, right, of, of this generation of people that are alive today have had to deal with something like this. That in the middle of, of what we consider to be the most holy week, of our, our Christian faith, we're stuck at homes and we're separated with each other, and we're having to figure out how to be believers <laughs> in in a different world right now. And and I thought it would just be something different for us to sit down and have a conversation tonight and, and maybe encourage some people because, you know, we all, we all go through the same things that you are. Um, we do get to come up here and do worship and, you know, still uh, do this kind of stuff and, uh, but we, we appreciate you guys so much, and I appreciate them. But I just worked, this isn't a scripted thing at all. I, I threw it on them today, actually, so that they didn't have too much time to prepare because I wanted it to be from the heart. I didn't want it to be something scripted out. But, um, you know, guys, what, what does this week mean to you guys? I want to give a shout-out to the sound guys, too. I mean, they're yes. behind the scenes, and they work the cameras, and, and they yes. work the, the board, and they put in just as much time as we do. Make us sound better. <laughs> yeah. Shh. yeah, some more than others. 
So, but, but, you know, whoever it is, that's why we all have mics so we can just kind of jump in. But, you know, this year especially, what does is, what is this week mean to you that may be different than any other year? Anybody just open it up. Well, it, it, Pastor, it kind of changes the aspect of Easter because now we're all kind of closed in. We can't come together like we normally would on Easter to celebrate Easter, and it just kind of it, it changes the whole aspect of it. Kind of seems to dull it a little bit. Yeah, it, it does. It kind of dull it, it a little bit. Kind of dulls it, and you know, I was praying today on the way home. Of course, I have an hour and a half drive, and I was praying and and worshiping on the way home, and you can feel it amongst the people, even at my job, which I really can't disclose. But my job, we are required now starting today to wear a mask if we're within six feet of each other yeah that's what i said wow and you can feel the attitude in people it, it's it's they're depressed and they're they're they just need encouragement what do y'all think yeah i mean uh just like cook said i mean it's it changes it's so different this year and and changes you the way you look at easter and and I mean, just your day-to-day operations, it, everything's kind of just gloomy because you're not supposed to go here and not supposed to go there, and there's still a lot of people doing it. But, uh, you know, just like for Easter, where you normally have a big celebration, you're not supposed to gather. So how do you have that same Easter celebration when you don't, can't gather with your family? You know, it, it makes it very difficult. Becca, what do you think? Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, being in the medical field this week is, um, I guess, like you said, dreary. It's not fun to go to work and wear a mask all day. Mm-hmm. You can't interact with your patients the same way. You can't interact with your family at home but or your family at work, I guess. But even at work, I mean, at home, it's different. You, I mean, we would usually – we would be going – we will be traveling this weekend to go see my family. Right. We can't do that. And, and your conversation turns to not to Easter celebration and not to Easter, hey, we're going to see family. It's like I told Micah, which is my son, today. I said, you know, Micah, as a parent, I know you're working. I'm concerned because you're working and you're in contact with people. And, you know, it concerns me because if he brings it home, then all of us catch it. You know, it's it's a, a rough ordeal. So let me let me shift this for just a second, because I've had some time to think about this. And I've, I've begun to write some things down because I, I begin I've been I've been seeing something. And uh, I've, I've actually started writing a book about this. You suckered uh, us into this. Yeah. No, I, I just I want honest input. So here's here's actually the, the good thing. The part about this that I want us to all look at. So for this year, we're all being forced to stay in our homes where we would traditionally would be a a week of sorrow Mm -hmm. ending with such great celebration, right? Because our Lord has risen. It's an empty tomb, right? The cross is empty because they took him down and buried him. And it would be such a time of, of celebration. Maybe this year for the first time, we understand what they went through. Because they had to hide, guys. Yeah. They had to hide. 
or, you know, because we, we see what would have happened to them by the response to the crowd to Peter. You were one of them. You were one of them. They would have probably drug him out as well. And But this year, instead of it being one of those years that's so, and I hate to put it this way, but so commercialized in the church, we have the exact songs we're supposed to sing for Easter morning and, and this. And this year, we're having to sit back and actually think a little bit about what Easter's really about. It's, it's never been about bunnies. It's never been about eggs. It's never been about baskets. You know, bunnies are cute, um, Pastor. They are cute. I'm not going to get into that. And, and I don't want to. <laughs> I, I see, I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> There's children on here. And... Uh, it's always been about Jesus, and for the first time in our generation, and I say as a church, you know, probably within the lifetime of any of us, we are being forced to hide at home and not get to celebrate. So now it forces you to think about what Easter really means. Is it about the celebration and putting on all the new clothes and dressing up with the Easter outfits? What is it really about now? Now, now that I've told you that, what do you think Easter is really about for you this year compared to any other year? What has that changed? Well, it definitely gives us a different perspective. Like you say, normally, you know, getting dressed up and, and all this commercialized thing of, of what we're going to do for Easter, you know, with a crawfish ball, big cookouts and this and that. It, it really gives us a chance to, like you say, see just how they had to deal with, you know, Easter. Just what, what they had to deal with you know, being persecuted and having restricted to their home and hide. And I know we're not being persecuted, but we have to stay home and hide and, and can't enjoy like we normally would. So we have to find a different way to celebrate it. And to me, maybe it's a good thing that we that we not. Well, maybe know, it's good that we learn a lesson, but it's not good that this happened. Right. I want to make yeah, sure before not, we get yeah. destroyed. Yeah, no, no, well, definitely, not, mean, definitely not the virus, but definitely. People maybe on that side of that yeah. lens aren't yeah. so forgiving. Yeah, so. Maybe, it, maybe it's a good thing that we are restricted to our homes to be with our immediate family and maybe spend some time in prayer and, and worship for Easter instead of worrying about, well, we got to hurry up and go to this family, then we got to hurry up and go to that family and go over here and go over there and just, you know, it, it consumes a lot of our mind. It gives us a little time to sit back and reflect. Well, the, the reflection that I see is, is this. The disciples went through a lot when Christ was crucified. And there's a lot of death going on right now. And there's a lot of heartache. And people can't bury their people. In a, they can't gather in a funeral to, to, to pay their respects. They only can have a graveside with so many people. And it kind of... The feeling I got in my heart today as I was driving home and praying is is that the people are sad. And the sadness, I, I can just imagine the fear, for one, and the sadness that the disciples went through seeing everything that we're going through. Because every day I look at the numbers and every day they grow. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Jesus, when are they going to stop growing and start to decline? Well, the disciples must have feared, oh, well, they killed him. I guess we're going to be next. Are we going to die next? You know, and then we just, I mean, we, we're blessed that we don't have to experience everything that they went through. Very much. Go ahead, Becca. What do you think? Well, maybe Easter this year is a, a way for us to think of it as a new beginning. As Jesus came back and the disciples 
trusted him, waited for him, and it kind of all came together, and they all started doing what he wanted them to do. Yeah, you know, I got my son to bring my Bible to me. It was a good save, Rylan. <laughs> right here, this is this is the Gospels. Let's see. Okay, so this is the Gospels, and and this is where they lived mm-hmm. up until he was put in the ground. Yeah. So we we live here. But they lived here in this little part. And so if you can imagine, compounded, multiplied the sadness and fear that they had. Because, you know, like, like we say, you know, we've read the end of the book. We know the outcome. But they didn't have all of that. Yeah, they had the Old Testament. But they weren't putting two to two to, together at this point. And okay. so for them, that, like you said, the fear... The sadness that their savior was dead. Wait a minute. We we left everything for this guy, and he's dead. Yeah, they watched him do all the miracles, and now he's dead. Now it's over with. Right. And, and you know, for them in their culture, when when they were baptized in into Jesus, they left their former religion and were not going to be accepted back openly. There had to be a few of them in shock. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure it was a whole bunch of them in yeah. shock. They had to quit their jobs. Right. Leave everything that leave they knew. Their family. Right. Leave everything. And now they lived in that little gap right there, you know. And, and like you said, though, the fear and all of the things, it must have been so much greater for them. This year, we're having a small feeling of the isolation they must have went through as they were hiding. We're hiding from a virus, and we're being forced to. They were hiding from the Romans, but mainly from the Jewish leaders, the the Pharisees and Sadducees, the Sanhedrin, because they were afraid they were going to be killed. And, And, you know, so for those three days, especially while he was in the grave, you imagine their life. But I think, like you said, though, it it should open our eyes to who we are, just like it opened their eyes. So my prayer is and and my hope and any other great thing you want to put into that this year is that when Easter comes, we have a new revelation of who Jesus Christ is in our life. Because now, yes, we may still be in our homes, quarantined, hiding out from a virus, but it, it, for the first time in our lives, hopefully we understand that it is not about a bunny. I'm, I'm not going to go into the teaching on that, <laughs> but parents, listen to me. Go study the eggs and the bunny. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's not just a fun thing to do. I do not do eggs. We do not do eggs publicly here at our church. There may be people that attend our church that do eggs. But when you study where those eggs and bunny come from, it is a pagan goddess that you're worshiping. And I'm not being legalistic. I'm being serious. Because look at our families this year. I went to the store today, and it is packed with bunnies. And we're all at home. And they're still wanting to do eggs. I I do not do that. And so I don't want to get off on that tangent tonight. I, I want us to talk about... About, you know, I, th- I think right now we're in this middle area. And I think for the first time we're seeing it 
And I think, though, what we need to, to do, though, is, is how do we move from here to there even when we're stuck hiding? Because remember, they were still stuck hiding. What can we tell people that will help us get past this? What do we tell people? Thinking with this in mind now, what do we tell people? If I only had the Jeopardy theme song, it'd be great right now. <laughs> this too shall pass. Well, this too shall pass. I was praying about that earlier, and I was like, you know, okay, God, I'll share that what you gave me if the moment presents itself. So I guess, duh, there's your sign. There's my <laughs> moment. When I was driving this afternoon, God brought it to my mind. The Holy Spirit said, look, it's just like Job. You remember Job lost everything. His family turned against him. They took everything from him. God removed his hand off of him, his blessing and his covering, just to see Job's reaction. But yet, what did Job do? Stay Though faithful. he slays me, yet will I trust him. There is an end to this. There will be an ending. This will end. We will recover, and we will come out victorious on top. Yes, family members are dying, and people can't say goodbye. They can't cross state lines if they have the virus. This will end. There will be an ending. There will be a recovery. And just like with Job, Job recovered. And it was imparted back to Job tenfold what he lost. There will be an ending. But the key is, the key is, just like Job, Job knew Jesus as his Lord and Savior. He did not give up. He did not let the enemy beat him. And he did not turn from the Lord. That's the key. And tonight, if, if you don't know Jesus, you need to know Jesus. What do you think? Anyone want to go? Put them on the spot. <laughs> like I said, it's a new beginning. Everybody's going to have to start over somewhere. Um, maybe our families will change for the better. Spending this time away, um, maybe your life will change for the better. Spending this time home, not being able to be out in the worldly things, you can take the time to learn Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna copy something that Cook shared to me oh. the other day. <laughs> but may, you know, maybe after this, and and this is quoting thing something that he sent me. But we will appreciate every moment a lot more, every interaction with every person, every interaction with our family, not just, hey, how you doing? Go walk and get to the food, but sit there and, and hug them and enjoy them. And every handshake. Yeah, every, every, every interaction with every person, we'll be <laughs> able to seize that cheek, moment. You know, yeah. because right now you can't. You're, there's not supposed to be that interaction. Yeah, well, and, and I hope is, is a leader of a church as a pastor what i hope is is people appreciate their opportunity to to come together because there are still countries around the world that it is illegal to do that yeah. and and people are killed because they come together into a building right now we're not allowed to come to church and and i've seen both sides of the argument pastors attacking pastors because they're doing something pastors attacking pastors because they're not and it's just ridiculous it's ridiculous we we need to, to preach the gospel, and, and that's Absolutely. another thing I'm, I'm going to talk about at another time. 
but I, I, I saw somebody post the other day that maybe for the first time the church has realized how to be the church outside of the building. Um, but this that's something different. This definitely <laughs> would facilitate some changes. I think so. I think so. There are some changes coming. Yeah, you know, we look in John chapter 12, uh, down in, just starting in verse 30. Uh, it's after some other things that transpired here. Uh, the voice came not because of me, but for your sake. But this part right here, he was trying to prepare him. Now is the judgment this world. Now shall the prince of the world be cast out. And if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Then he said, signifying what death he should die. The people asked him, we have heard out of the law that Christ abideth forever. And he says to them, the son of man must be lifted up. Who is the son of man? And Jesus said unto them, yet a little while it is light with you. Walk while you have the light. Let darkness come upon you. For he that walks in the darkness knows not where he goes. While you have light, believe in the light. Let yet that you may be the children of light. And then this part right here in verse 36. These things Jesus said to them and then he departed and he hid himself. He went and hid himself away. And so right now we need to be the light in a dark, dying, hopeless world. But the problem is, is the church doesn't know how to be the light without a program through a church or a ministry. That's part of part of the, the, the book right now that I'm working on called Identity Crisis. It's different than some of the others, but it's the fact that I don't believe the church knows how to be the church unless there's a program driven ministry, program driven outreach, program driven something. And, and it was never to that. When you read through the book of Acts, it was believers loving on believers. And uh, I've been been watching this video series through Right Now Media, which if you're a part of our church, you have free access to that. Uh, if, if you contact me, I'll make sure you get it. Uh, we, we pay a monthly fee for that, and you can have access to it. And I've been watching this series called Chasing Revival. But if you're not part of our church, you can be. You can be. And actually, <laughs> if, you, if you're, you know, part of our online community, just reach out to me. I'll make sure you get it. Absolutely. Um, it's Chasing Revival. And, and what this guy is showing is all the different continents and how things have been going on. And, and one of the things is, is the, the, the churches in all these other countries, it was never about programs where they reached people. Programs just help people. In, in China, you know, in India, in, in Africa, and in all these different places, it was always the love of the people just going around doing their, their normal day is how they changed things. It was not men standing up preaching. It was men and women walking around being the light. Loving people place. and giving people hope. Well, if you read the Bible, what does the Bible say Jesus did? He went around doing good. That's right. the simplest thing you can look at. All the miracles and all the things he went around doing good. And I think this is the time where we need to find out who we are again as the body of Christ, not as a church, as the church, not a church, and find our identity again. Because right now, yes, it's difficult, but I don't know how many people I've been able to talk to and pray with and, and just speak encouragement to and and I see so many people online posting things about how many people are getting saved, you know, and you know what? It's, it's amazing. It is amazing. But I, I, I think as well, and this is the, the, the last question I want to give you guys, how has this time being separated from a building challenged who you are as a Christian? Yes, no preparation time. It's, it's a lot more fun this way for me at yeah, least. Yeah, you enjoy this. I do. 
you didn't have any Jeopardy music prepared. I, I should have <laughs> thought about that earlier. But I'm helping them stall right now, if you can tell. Well, so. the challenge without being in a church is when you come together corporately, prayer, you've got that backup. you got somebody that kind of, you know, you see Brother So-and-so over there really praying hard, and it kind of motivates you. At this point, you have to be self-motivated. You don't have the deacons and the pastor and everybody in the same room and other people, you know, interceding in prayer, which kind of motivates you. You got to be self-motivated at this point. You got to be self-motivated to reach for the cross at this point. It's a good thought. Good thought. Yeah, I mean, uh, like you say, you have to you have to motivate yourself. I think you know one thing. I really find difficult is, is missing people, you know, all the people of the church, they, their family, just like we miss all other family. I miss, you know, interactions with everybody every week. And it just, it kind of warms your spirit. It's encouraging to, you know, to see everybody with a smile on their face on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday afternoon that are happy to be together. And, and like you say, corporately worshiping and praying. And it, it, I mean, it just, it's like a refreshing to the spirit just to, to be around that. And it's a lot more difficult because, like you say, you really have to work at it. I mean, it's not – you don't just walk into the room and it's there. you got to – well, well yeah, like, gotta our, like our outdoor service we did Sunday. Yeah. I mean, just with the parking lot full of yeah. people in Made their cars. <laughs> I mean, it was like supercharged. And we yeah. did three songs, and I was like, can we do like three more? <laughs> we kind of kept going. <laughs> we kind of kept going. Yeah. I mean, like you said, just everybody being here, even in their cars, trapped in their cars, but – it was just something you know, about it, just everybody being together, joining the same thing, whether it's the worship or, or the prayer, all at the same time. It just Even though we had it. one standing on top of his car, I mean, it's yeah. still. Yeah, <laughs> we had to tell to get back <laughs> in the car. Had to tell him to get back down. We're not going to name but names. You no. Know. <clears throat> but anyways, it still, it, it motivates you because we're missing the interaction of the body of Christ. And it's, it's rough. You have to self-motivate. You know, like today, driving home, an hour and a half drive, I could have just listened to music the whole way. But then I began to listen to, you know, a group that I really enjoy, and it began to just hit home. You know, yeah. I know who holds tomorrow. i tell you the song. <laughs> Becca, anything? Jonathan's trying to hoard the mic from her, but, yeah. you know. She doesn't really mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't mind at yeah, all. Yeah, he, he does that You know, she stands up here in the front and sings, you know. Um, I guess it just gives me, I find more opportunities to listen to music, worship music, I guess, or go find something on media, right, is it called? Right Now Media, um, or just, I have a million books that I have never read in my life, and I read, like, a chapter of a new one, and then I'm like, oh, let me go read this one instead, and now I have, what, like, five books that I have on the bedtime table that I'm trying to read, but they're all religious books, (laughs) but um, (laughs) I guess I'm just trying, I'm trying to figure it out, I guess, and this time is giving me the time I need, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and this this is great, because we're all having to figure out how to, how to do this again, you know. Uh, I know my, my wife, uh, Wendy, had, had said that to her it was very sad Sunday in one aspect because she was upstairs uh, and just looking out over the, the crowd, you know, in the cars, 
and looking, she could see the faces as they were waving at people across the parking lot, and she just, it was sad to her to see people that just wanted to love on each other so much but couldn't, you know. And, and I, I, hope, I hope it changes all of us to the point that, that no longer are we just brother and sister. That's hard for Pentecostals not we, to hug, we, okay? Well, you know, my, my normal saying, yeah. which is hilarious, but it's true, you know, is go, go shake somebody's hand and, and find out their name because brother and sister yep. is not that's, their name. That's true. Unless it is. We walk through life in church, everybody's brother. You know, we, as, a, as a coach, when I go to a track meet, we're all just coach. Ain't nobody knows anybody's name. <laughs> we're just coach. <laughs> now, some of these guys have been around long enough they know each other because they move around. In, in the church, we're the same thing. Hey, brother, how you doing? Hey, sister, how you doing? That's, that's all it is. I think during this you know, time, too, Pastor, that it, it will draw us closer together as a church family. I think it will. I, I really believe that. I do. I do think it's going to. Uh, I think it's going to, to strengthen the bonds uh, and, and, and to be honest with you, I think it's going to strengthen the bonds of the true believers and weaken the bonds of those that were just trying to play games. That's right. And you'll be able to see them better. I, I'm just being honest because I know that not everybody that comes to church is really serious about it. Um, you know, just, just being honest with you, I, I went to a youth group a couple times as, as a teenager, and all I wanted to do was date one of the girls. That was the only reason I was there. And um, never set through a whole service. But I'm not going to go into that. And so I, I know some people are just here because they're out of religious duty. And, and you know, I think it will help us identify, because especially here in Louisiana, everybody's a Christian. Oh, I know oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know Jesus. Yeah, you know him, but does he know you? Right. And, <laughs> and so, uh, well, thank you, guys. I just, I just wanted to have some conversation tonight because I thought it would be different, you know. We can, I can Definitely. stand in here and preach. Yeah. I know that. Oh, I can yeah. always find something to speak on. There's a whole big old Bible in there. You know, I can always follow what the Lord has given me. But I wanted to do something different to try to challenge people because we're all going through things. We're all, we all we're have We're all in battles. this boat together. We Definitely are. a time of stretching. And it is a time of stretching. And, and it, as a pastor, it's very challenging to try to figure out how to connect with people and because we're used to one way of doing things. And now we're having to figure out, you know, could you imagine right now, because in, in people come to church, well, I ain't going to that church no more. Pastor didn't shake my hand. <laughs> well, we walk past each other all the time, and we can't shake hands. Like, we never yeah, shake hands exactly. right here. We barely even fist bump, bump anymore. Fist bump. Yeah. You know, we, a little we, head nod. Yeah. yeah we, <laughs> we, we wash our hands. We've got cleaner around just to make sure because we're trying to look out for each other, right? Because we want to continue to do this, and if one of us gets sick, it's probably going to affect all of us. So we've been praying the blood yep. of Jesus That's over right. us, a covering over Mass you, covering. And, and because we want to be able to continue to bring the gospel into a world right now that, that doesn't have it. And and can I tell you, you know, um, we I've been replaying the Sunday service every day at four o'clock, and man, we'll have 40, 50 people every day watching it from literally around the world. People watching it. It's it's crazy to me, and and. You know what? Last Sunday, I think we had almost 300 people watching that one. Wow! And it's just amazing to me that people are watching church where they wouldn't wake up in time to even go to church before. And uh, and so that's okay. That's okay. You know, we're going to continue to minister to people, and I think it's an opportunity to do that. So, um, well, well, guys, before we go, Pastor, sure. I wanted to tell everybody, and I'm sure everybody here corporately will agree, we love you guys. Those of you that are part of our church body, we miss you. We can't wait till this is gone. 
so we can all be back together. But if you are not part of our church and you wish to be, www.newlifeag.church is the website. You can go on there, send Pastor an email. Uh, we also have, there's a, a prayer line. I almost lost it. You almost you call it, you, but you call it prayer I mail. Prayer mail. See, oh, that's, that's what throws me off. Call. So yeah. that's the phone line to the church. You can call that if you need prayer. Please call if you need prayer. It does work. You can ask my mother. Okay. <laughs> it does work. It's a funny story. I'll tell yeah, one day later. But we love you, and we want to tell you that Jesus loves you. And if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we invite you today. To allow the Lord to touch your heart. Because Jesus loves you. And this will pass. The time of sorrow. The time of pain. The time of depression. If you've lost your job. If you don't think there's going to be enough food in the house. You know, people are sick. This will pass. But I know who holds tomorrow. And I know Dr. Jesus. So with the pastor's permission, I, if you don't know Jesus tonight, I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't invite you to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior tonight. Amen? Amen. You all agree? Yeah. That I'd be doing a disservice to you and a disservice to my Lord. Yeah. So tonight, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I invite you right now just quiet things in the room wherever you're at you can close your eyes you can keep your eyes open okay it's as simple as saying a simple prayer just like if somebody was offering you something hand to hand and you reached out to take it it's by faith that you reach to take it so tonight i invite you by faith to say this simple prayer and accept lord jesus into your heart as your lord and savior would you pray with me? Jesus, tonight we admit that we are sinners and that we have committed sins against you. And we just ask you tonight to come into our hearts and into our lives and be the Lord of our lives. We confess our sins and we, we confess that you are the Lord Jesus, the Son of the Most High Living God, and that you died on the cross for our sins, you willingly got on that cross and gave your life for us. So tonight we invite you into our heart and into our lives to be the Lord of our lives. We surrender our lives to you. And right now we thank you for your grace and your mercy. Jesus, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for the blood that you shed at Calvary. Please be the Lord of our life. Amen, amen. If you said that prayer tonight, email us, let us know. We, we got some a little booklet we'd like to get to you somehow. Yes. That's where the pastor's job comes in. We'd like to get that little book to you somehow. But we'd also like to invite you, once this is all over, to come visit us. Yes. Come be with us. Let us know that you said that prayer and you accepted Christ. 
via the, the TV or Internet or off your phone or computer, please come be with us. Visit with us. We'd like to talk to you. We'd like to visit with you. We'd like to welcome you to the family. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. That's great. That's great. Anything else? I just, uh, I just want to encourage everybody watching to please be a part of our family uh, here at New Life because it really is a family. It's not, you know, going to church like you, like or like, like than I've ever been to. You know, where just uh, you wave somebody and all that. No, it's, it's a true family. I mean, you know, I know me personally. I can call everybody by name. Sometimes it's not the right name, but I can call everybody by name because <laughs> I forget. But uh, no, but I mean, I, I have a relationship oh, with everybody. You know, yeah. and, and that's that's how we operate around here. We are a family. We're not, you know, just people in a building. We are a family. We worry about each other. We pray for each other. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this, and a lot of people say this about churches. Well, if I go there, they're going to look at me like they're better than me. No, no, no. That don't happen here. No, this is a not. true family. We accept you how you are, and it's up to Christ to change you. Yep. It's not our responsibility it's god's responsibility so we accept you as a family here and we are a family and that's what we miss i think we've all said amen. that we miss yeah. the family definitely yeah. you know. amen well listen guys we thank you tonight for being here with us uh yeah you know just just a shout out to our drummer he's hiding over there on the side yeah, you Matt's know was, over here on the side i he's was thinking hiding. about this <laughs> he's the guy with more microphones than what? any of us and he makes more noise than any of us. <laughs> but it's we, good, it's we a good appreciate him. But he won't come him. up here and do this, no, no, but we no. love come him here. anyways. Come here, Matt. So come here, come here, come here. Hey, yeah, come over here real quick. Real so quick. So listen, guys. So Sunday, okay, let me just give you some instructions. There's Matt, right? Come on, y'all give him a shout out to Matt. Amen. We love Matt, man. Um, thank him for being here and making all this Absolutely. crazy noise back here. You going to say amen on the microphone you. at least? Amen. Amen. Okay. <laughs> all right. We got something out of him. Uh, Sunday. If the weather continues to be like it says it will be right now, we will be on live stream like we are here today, this setup. And But here's what I want you to do. I want you to get some juice and some bread yep. so you can take communion at your house because we're going to have communion we're on Sunday. Right Amen. If the weather for any reason looks like it's going to change, I will do my best to get in touch with everybody so we can come. All right. So because it's supposed to be a pretty bad storm. He's pretty good at it. Uh, so. Yeah. You know, uh, we're going to do everything we can. We're still praying and, and hoping that, that the weather is going to pass by. And uh, but this is, you know, the weather does what the what, what the weather does. And unless the Lord intervenes, it's going to rain. So be prepared with some juice and some bread. And we're going to have communion together. Amen. And we're going to have a great time celebrating our Lord because he does not have a grave. There's no tombstone right. anywhere with <laughs> his name right. on it. All right, I've been to Jerusalem, Ooh. and there's multiple places where they think he was buried, but he ain't in any of them, so. They think. Think. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, who wants to pray for us tonight other than uh, Cook? Uh, I'm really throwing this one out there. Just, just <laughs> dismiss us in prayer tonight. <laughs> Seems kind of direct. I think you got volunteered. <laughs> we do this all the time. You should see us over the food. We're all looking to see who's going to have to pray for the food. You, you see know, fingers go up. The, it's always the pastor has to pray for everything, you know what? But if I don't ever let them pray, they're never going to learn, right, Matt? That's oh, we come yeah. up with a bunch of excuses why oh, you should pray. The first right. one to grab a fork. We'll <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll pray for us and we're going to dismiss. All right. all right, dear Lord, we thank you for this time together. Yeah. Even online, Lord, we, we gather as a group to worship you and to pray, Lord. 
we are grateful for all the protection you've given us and the health you give us, Lord. Thank you for the peace and the calmness you give us over this time, Lord. And actually to be with each and every one of us each and every day, Lord. I ask all this in your name. Amen. 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 We love you guys. Thank you. Love you.